When my wife wants to go to Target, we don't even make it 10 steps into the store before she's stopping looking at things. Alexa, heat up my pizza rolls, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Menly Stuff, where we talk about the menliest stuff on the planet. My name is Sack Daddy. I'm here with Soda. Soda, how's it going today? Doing good. I see that we did not have many listeners next last episode, so we're really going to have to bring the heat today, huh? Absolutely. And you know why I say we didn't have many listeners? Because we only got 15 votes on the poll. 15! Yeah, I know. I thought people would be more passionate about this this poll but we only got 15 votes you know the real problem is we didn't put the option all of them if we just put all of them we probably got more votes yeah a lot of votes an open that's, one that's an on open us. one would have won an open yep that's on us we'll do better we'll do better but regardless of the amount of votes we had i'm still gonna read the results to you and i'm not gonna mess it up today we uh, we're all talking right. what is your favorite or what's the best domestic light beer? We had four options on there for you. Bud Light, Miller Light, Bush Light, and Coors Light. In last place were the Crispy Boys Bud Light, which I think that could be a poll for later on. Best beer nicknames. Crispy Boys is right up there. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But Crispy Boys got last with 13% of the votes. Oh, rolling up in third was Miller Lite, the official beer of the Minnesota Vikings. Kind of disappointing, but they got third place <laughs> with 20% of the votes. I'm on a mission to drink as many Miller Lights as I can because the NFL is all about money, and if I think if we drink, if we all do our part and drink enough Miller Lights, I think we can bring a Super Bowl to Minnesota. You're not even drinking Miller Lite right now, though. I ran out. Don't call Spiking's me out on the podcast. Lost. It's not a video podcast. There's no reason to say that. Next Vikings loss is on you. <laughs> Season opener. In second place, Coors Light, the Silver Bullets, with 27% of the votes. And running away with it, proving that the majority of our listeners are from the Midwest, we got the Bush <laughs> Lattes with 40% of the votes. Bush Light is definitely a Midwest beer. The only place that, that would win in a poll, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I was drinking a Bush Light this weekend. They have these cans out right now. They're ice fishing cans, and they are just horribly inaccurate. If you've ever been ice fishing, you can tell how inaccurate these cans are. They're fishing with, like, super long poles, and they're they're <laughs> dipping them in the water, too. It's ridiculous. Well, I think Coors Light... They have the best can. It's hard to argue with the Coors Light can. You always know when it's cold. You're going to have to repeat everything you just said. Did I cut out? Yep. Didn't hear anything you said. Oh. Well, maybe maybe Coors Light just muted me. No, I was saying Coors Light has by far the best can out of these four beers. You can always tell when it's cold. Mountains are blue. Mm, yeah, but I just... I like the... I like the cans Bush Light has. I like that they switch it up every once in a while, depending on the season. Yeah. They are creative. And yeah, sometimes the they make like a camel can. Yeah. You like the camel one? Uh, Bud Light never some... really switches it up or anything. They have the Bud Light has the cool NFL team cans. Yeah. So I do you... like that during NFL season. Yeah, but you can't get Vikings ones because they're sponsored by Miller Light. I've exactly. been told. 
I've been told that I look like the guy on the Miller Light box, though. The Vikings guy doing the school chant. I've been told I look like him. I'll post a isn't picture on just, my Twitter. Isn't it just a... Uh, is there an actual guy on there, or is it just, just yeah. like a shadow figure? No, it's a guy. You can see his face and everything. He looks just like oh. me. Yeah, you were posted on Twitter page. Yeah. I'll post that on there, and uh, we'll see what people think. See if I look like him. But I got a, I got a question for you, Soda. So, we're... We're recording this on the last day of February, so tomorrow is officially March. It's the start of Women's History Month. We'll be celebrating that all month. But I got a question for you, Sam. On a scale of 1 to 10, how erect does this song make you? Ten. I am pitching a tent right now. That is for sure. It's a good thing we're not on video. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know what that song is, that is the official theme of March Madness on CBS. And we we can hardly wait, right, Soda? Oh, March Madness. What a time to be alive. Doesn't get much better. You know, I don't I don't like to call this depression necessarily, but two years ago when, when COVID canceled March Madness Whew. That was an all-time that was brutal. Low. Absolutely brutal. I had to watch rock skipping on ESPN just to get some sports action in right when COVID started. Yeah, I, it was dark times when uh, when that got canceled. I was actually, I got really into marble racing. There's a guy who does the Marble Olympics <laughs> on YouTube, and he builds tracks and races them, and he does a bunch of different events with them. So I got really into that. <laughs> yeah, you got to find anything you could that time when you missed out on the March Madness. I tell you what, I am a, I am a diehard Duke fan. It's, it's probably the one team I've been a fan of all my entire life. And before anybody criticized me for living in Minnesota and being a Duke fan, they're pretty much the second Minnesota because all of Minnesota's talent goes there. So but I do, I do proclaim that they're back-to-back national champions, if you're wondering. How did you become a Duke fan? Uh, so my oldest brother was a Duke fan, so kind of, since I can remember, I've always rooted for Duke. Okay. See, I don't have a team. I normally just, I kind of pick out players that I like to watch during the tournament. Uh, it was like, I hadn't known you for that long, but I really rooted for Cassius Winston when he knocked Duke out of the, I think he beat him in the Elite Eight, right? No, I don't think they won that year. I think they beat him in the regular season. No. And then you do- then you dogged me all year. Cassius, Cassius or no? Cassius they, knocked they knocked out. him out, and then then Duke beat him the next year. Yeah, yeah. But I bought a right. Cassius Winston jersey immediately. Yeah. If you guys are wondering who has the worst brother-in-law in the world, it's me. <laughs> Facts. What do you think about my proclamation that Duke's back-to-back national champs, though? What do you mean? Well, two years ago they would have won it all, but COVID shut the tournament down. And to back that up with facts, Kansas was the number one seed, and Duke beat Kansas that year. So, by default, that makes Duke national champs. I guess I and, disagree. And last year, they were the hottest team in all college basketball, going to win the ACC tournament just to get into the big dance. And then they got COVID and couldn't play in the ACC tournament anymore, so they didn't get into the big dance. Yeah, they didn't even make the tournament, and you're calling them back-to-back champions. They would have, though, if COVID didn't shut yeah, the season down. Yeah, they were the hottest um, team in basketball. I'm sure. My guy Marky Mark was coming on strong. So, he, so Mark, 
so March Madness, I feel like it's just a good time of the year, though. Like, like everybody enjoys March Madness, whether you like basketball or not. You got you, everybody's filling out brackets, getting in their work pools, making picks. I feel like even if even if you don't really care about basketball, you're still probably watching the games a little bit. I mean, just a great time of the year. Exactly. I don't I don't watch a ton of the regular season college basketball games. You know, I'll watch the big games. I watched uh, I watched Duke and Gonzaga go at it right at the beginning of the year. And I honestly haven't watched a ton since then. I've watched a couple Gonzaga games because they're normally what's on. And I've watched a couple Duke games with you. But even so, I'll watch the whole like the whole first weekend of March Madness. I bring out two TVs to my living room to make sure I watch everything. Oh yeah. I can remember back like in uh back in like high school and stuff, I'd have a com- we'd had school laptops and I'd have my computer up and I'd be playing four games at once during class, trying to get them all up on my computer. Oh, yeah. Another thing that I think, I think my mom even let me claim the holiday. I know. I think my mom let me take it off one year. Let me take that Friday off so I could watch basketball. That was nice of her. Or I or I might have fake sick. I don't know. All right. Well, we're not gonna make any picks this week or anything crazy like that. We know you're picking Duke already, but we'll talk about the tournament a little more next week. But we have uh, we have a special interview this week, right, Soda? Yes, we do. Got it set up. Hopefully everything goes smoothly with it uh, tomorrow night. But it's my guy, the sniper, R. Telly, Reed Telly Hewson. I uh, I went to South Dakota State when he was there, and guys, guy was a pretty good time down at the 9 and down at Cubbies, but guy could really light it up on the court too. So looking forward to chatting with him tomorrow. He's, he's currently on the on the coaching staff at South Dakota State. I'm not 100% sure what his role is. I think it said video video something, but we'll, we can ask him about that during the interview. Yeah, so we'll get to talk some basketball with someone who's right there. Uh, South Dakota State's odds of making the tournament this year. Very high. They didn't lose a conference game all year. Really? Probably, it's, yeah, it's actually the first... Um, I, don't quote me on this. I want to say it's the first time a team's gone undefeated and Summit League Conference play. So we'll be really in it. We'll be front yeah. and center there. Uh, what seed was South Dakota State when they lost to Ben Pyle and the boys? Oh, yeah. See, here's the thing. You're not going to want to bring this up on the interview tomorrow. Yeah, I won't bring that. Because you said that was his first year coaching? I I believe so. That was, that was my uh, my Brody Skyler's last, last year. So we, I remember. You and I were watching, and you were rooting hard for the Leathernecks. <laughs> and you, I think you messaged Ben Pyle on Instagram after that game. <laughs> yeah, I said good. He answered me too. <laughs> yeah, they had Skyler yeah. and and Dom. That was his last yeah. year too, right? Yep. Is he yep. still the all-time the leading one NCAA scorer? I don't know. Yeah, he didn't get to all-time, did he? I thought he did. No, he didn't get the all time. I I used to be able to beat that guy in one on one his freshman year. I doubt it. We'll get we might have to get him on the show and ask him sometime. Career I did actually, I tried, leaders. I, I tried to play Reed in one on one. We can ask him about this during the interview too. But uh we played it from the free throw line or three point line, but you only got three dribbles. I think I lost eleven to one. Yikes. Oh, but um, Dom finished seventh all time in scoring. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I know he passed Dougie Dougie McDermott, didn't he? No, McBuckets finished with uh, one thousand one hundred forty-one points. Dom had one thousand five. No, this sorry, that's field goals made. Uh, points three thousand sixty-seven. McDermott had three thousand one hundred fifty. Uh, three thousand sixty-seven is an ass load of points, though. That's that's who he was chasing. That's why I remember that. Yeah, that was that was dumb. Pistol Pete obviously is the leading scorer. That guy was yep. unbelievable in college. He averaged like forty five a game one season. Yeah, averaged forty four point two. It says yep. unbelievable for 44. his whole career. Point two across his career. Oh man, that's man. gonna be tough to beat. R.I.P. That guy. I love that Pistol Pete movie. Ever seen it? Yeah, the Pistol. Good oh, flick. So good. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. I'm going to hit Soda with some March Madness trivia questions, and then we're going to have our interview. Sound good? All right, all right. Alrighty, I'm going to hit Soda with some March Madness-related trivia questions here, and then we're going to jump in the interview with Reed Tellenhusen. I looked it up. His official position is video coordinator and there's there's some pictures of the guy dunking online and he's from Sac City, Iowa which has to be the coolest town name ever <laughs> I, I think it's like a town of like 800 people damn that's, I that's say, a cool I want to say he was like name. a like a top scorer in Iowa State history and we'd always just dog on him because he played in such at such a small school ah yeah, 2,000 people, I guess, so bigger than both our hometowns. Yeah, a lot bigger than my hometown. All right, so what do we, what do we got for trivia here? You ready? This could be a rough one. Yeah, we'll see how I you suppose. do, though. Chance, chances are if I get one wrong, it's because it was after f- it was a night game and I had a little too much fun during the day watching games. Well, either way, it'll be fun to get some 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 March Madness fun facts here. Yep, let's do it. Whoa. Can you hear this? Turn up. Can you hear the soundboard if I play it? Yeah, I heard turn up. Okay, perfect. All right, let's get it. All right. How many teams were in the first NCAA tournament, Soda? Whew. Jeez, you think I was alive for that? Just give me a number. I'm going to say 16. Close. Eight. Eight. There was eight teams in 1939 in the inaugural NCAA tournament. And Did they call it the lead, lead eight? I don't know. They didn't. It was just the NCAA tournament title game. The Oregon, the Oregon Webfoots. That's funny. They changed their names from the Webfoots to the Ducks. Huh. Why didn't they stay as the Webfoots? That's badass. (laughs) The Webfoots defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay. Huh. That is a fun fact. The Webfoots. True or false? At one time, teams could participate in both the NIT and the NCAA tournaments. I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah. In the 1950s. Teams could Which participate in both the NIT and the NCAA tournament. 
Speaking of NIT, I actually have a have a watch. I'm pretty sure Reed gave it to me. They, so they got watches for playing the NIT, and he gave me his. You didn't want it? I don't think so. Or okay. maybe I took it from him. I don't remember. How often does uh, what they're the Summit League, right? Yeah. How often does a Summit League team make the NIT? Um. So so if you win your conference, like regular season, and don't win your conference tournament, you're automatically in the NIT, I believe. Oh really? Yeah, pretty sure. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, so I think they're guaranteed a berth. Okay. I'm almost positive. All right, well, who is the lowest seeded team to ever win an NCAA tournament? Ooh, to win. I want to say 11 seed, but that might just be the final four. We'll stay with 11 seed. Nope. The lowest seeded team to win it was Villanova in 1985 as an 8 seed. Oh. But okay. you were you were right yeah. on the final four. Uh, number eleven seed is the lowest seed to win it or to make it to the final four, and there's been four teams that have done it: LSU, George Mason, VCU, and Loyola. Oh, why couldn't that be a trivia question? I would have gotten that. Well, I would have gotten to that, but you just decided to answer that in the last question. <laughs> no, I would have got all four teams though. Oh, really? No. Yeah, oh, we got Loyola and VCU. Right, we'll do a few more here. Um, who's the only number 16 seed to knock off a one seed? Oh, boy. Why am I drawing a blank here? Um, and it's not Florida Golf Course. They were a 15 seed. It's um the Kangaroos. No, it's not the Kangaroos. That's their mascot. It is not. You sure? Yes, I'm... I'm Looking at it, it's like it's like um umkbc or whatever. It's yeah umbc. They're not the kangaroos yeah. though. Are you sure? They're the retrievers. Ah, that's right. They're the only sixteen seed. Uh did Florida Gulf Coast was that who beat Michigan State? Or who did they beat? Um, Florida Gulf Coast beat Georgetown when Otto Porter was there. Oh yeah, who beat? Michigan State when they were the two seed. I don't know. What uh, year? Uh, just probably the year before COVID. Well, was we'll it Michigan State? We'll come back to that. Yeah, Michigan State lost in the first round. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're right because a lot of people had them winning it all. Yeah. Well, we'll come back Yo, to that. Yeah. It it was the year before COVID. Who beat him? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I'll look it I'll up. I'll look after. it up while you ask the next question. Okay. What were the? What was the lowest seeded combination in a national championship game? What were the two seeds? Ooh. In the national championship game. So I feel like this is UConn when Shabazz Napier played. They were a seven seed, I want to say. Playing. Who are they playing with? Are they playing Florida? You're in the right conference. 
God, was it Kentucky? No. Yeah, it, it was. was Kentucky. What were the four, as a four seed, seven and four seed. No, but it was it was UConn and Kentucky. UConn was a seven seed. Kentucky was an eight seed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Eight nine seed. I remember that. Their first round game was close that year. Yeah. How many? It was Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee State. Oh that beat yeah. Michigan State, Middle by the way. Tennessee. How many number five seeds have won the NCAA tournament? Since that's a trivia question, I'm going to say zero. Yep, it's zero. Kind of gave away just asking it in the first place. Yeah. But uh, but- like Butler, question. Indiana, and Florida were all five seeds. They played in the championship game, but they lost. Who beat Butler? Duke, right? Yeah, but then they went. Butler win it. Butler yeah. went another year. They, they might have went, been lower when they played Duke. Yeah, they went the because they lost to Duke and then they went the next year, right? Again. Yeah. When I believe so. Gordon Hayward was there. I, I don't. And Brad did, Stevens was coaching. Final Four. Well, Gordon Hayward went pro after the Duke year, didn't after he? After the first year. Yeah, I think. Thank God that guy didn't make the shot. <laughs> All right, we'll do a they few more five, here. They were a five seed the year they played Duke. Oh, and then they were the four seed. Or, yeah, okay. So they lost in the championship tiger. Which, which school has the most number one seeds? Oh. This is one of those that's tricky. I'm gonna I'm gonna say UCLA. No, UCLA is not even close. They have four number one seeds. This school. It's gone. The school that's number one has seventeen number one seeds. I'm gonna be really disappointed if it's Duke and I didn't say them. It is UNC. Yeah. Your favorite school. Ooh. They have seventeen Ooh. number one seeds. Kansas and Duke are in second with 14. Kentucky has 12. And then Virginia has 7. All right. I suppose I suppose it depends when the like when they're talking about seeding for the tournament cuz I was thinking back in like John Wooden's days, but they might not have had a full 64. Yeah. Team tourney then, so. But speaking of North Carolina, Duke plays them this weekend. I got my daughter a pretty sweet shirt to wear. Oh yeah, you have to post a picture of that on the Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to actually get a video of her and tweet it at the Duke account. So her shirt says "Poop your pants if you hate UNC." Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping her to get in, get her in the act of pooping her pants. Yeah, you definitely definitely got to get a video of her crapping herself. Because <laughs> that's what Duke is doing in North Carolina on Saturday. Crapping themselves. They're crapping on Duke. Or on UNC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clipping that. I'm going to save it so you just say they're crapping on Duke. <laughs> Come on, don't do me like that. All right, we're going to give you three more, and then we got to get to this interview, all right? All right, all three right. Three more. All four number one seeds met in the final four how many times? Once. Let's go. You got it. Yeah, just once. It was. Uh, it wasn't that long ago, right? No, 2008. Kansas won it. They uh, North Carolina, UCLA, and Memphis. They were all one seed. So that must have been when 
Derrick Rose was in the championship against Mario Chalmers in Kansas. Yeah. And UNC had Tyler Hansborough. Oh, that guy sucked. Hated that guy. <laughs> Favorite moments when he broke his, got his nose broken by Gerald Henderson. So those, yeah, those four all met in the championship, and that's the only time it's ever happened. So if you're filling out your brackets, don't just pick the one seeds because it's really unlikely. And don't pick a Unless- number five seed to win it. Unless Duke's a one seed, put them in it. Well, they yeah, you can have one. Most of the time, I think one makes it at least. Okay, actually, yeah, here it is. Here it is. How many times has a number one seed not made it to the final four? Like, not a single number one seed. A no number one seed? Yeah. Boy. Five? Three. It's only happened three times. 1980, yeah, 2006, and 2011. I felt like it just happened two years ago, two or three years ago. Okay, Obviously is, not, though. This is the last one, so you better get it right. All right, all right. Who has the record for most career points in the NCAA tournament? Ooh. Most points in the NCAA tournament. Yep, in their career, not a single tournament. In their career. But it just in the tournaments. Yep, career points in the NCAA tournament. Wow, that is a hard question. Can I can I have like four choices? Can I pick from four choices? You want four choices? Yeah. That's a hard question. Okay, one second. I'm trying to think Because obviously you can't go with one and dones. My guy Kirk Heinrich probably's in there. I got to get some, some points for you here. Do you know Kirk Heinrich's the greatest, uh, greatest Chicago Bulls player of all time? That's hilarious. It's not a joke. Can I find a list here? I don't want the just. Just I, ju- I can't really just think players. of. I, well, no, because if, if I if I try to like just name them off the top of the head, I know there's gonna be one that I'm gonna say that's just really obvious, and the rest of my choices aren't gonna make sense. Well, you could just say like Doug Kay. McDermott, Jim Ferdet, Steph Curry. Okay, those are your four options then. I only said three, but I feel like it's one of those three. I'm going to say not, Jimmer. It's not Jimmer. It's Dang, Christian Leitner. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. That's disappointing. Christian We're going to have to cut that out. Yeah. Do you know who Christian Leitner played for? Played for? The oh, Minnesota boy. Timberwolves. We're going to have to cut that out, though. He scored... I'm going to have some disappointed Duke fans in me. He scored four. You're going to have Duke fans in you? Disappointed in me. I said. Oh. <laughs> I think. Got a little word vomit going on today. Uh, Christian Leitner scored 407 career points in the NCAA tournament over his career. It's not bad. All right. Well, before before Soda lets any more Duke fans inside of him, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to this interview. How's that sound, Soda? 
I'd like that. Let's take a quick commercial and then we're back with Retail Houston. All right, all right. The Soto Boys are back, joined by a special guest today, a native of Sac City, Iowa, the sharpshooter, South Dakota State alum, and current video coordinator for the Jackrabbits, Reed Telhusen. Reed, how are we doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing good, doing good. Good, good. Well, I know you and I could go back and forth sharing lots of stories and kind of roasting each other from our college days, but I know you're busy with the conference tournament coming up, so we'll just get right into it and keep it short. Um, I'm going to let my, my co-host, Sack Daddy, start us off. Yeah, how's it going, Reed? Pretty good, pretty good. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. So the, the first thing I want to ask you about is if you could just tell us um, a little bit about your background as far as basketball, um, starting starting from when you were a young pup and how you got into basketball and uh, what how it progressed as you went into college. Yeah, so um, originally from Sac City, Iowa. Um, my dad's the AD there. Um, he played at Southwest Minnesota State, so it's kind of always been in the family. Um, and him being the AD, uh, obviously had a key to the gym. So from a young age, I'd always go in, shoot with him. Um, and we really created a bond together. Um, and, and, and that was kind of our way to, to spend time together. So, I mean, I was in there five, six days a week ever since I was in third or fourth grade. So just, just creating that bond with my dad and creating the bond with basketball. Um, and then obviously I had an older brother, so I played him one-on-one quite a bit, um, until he graduated and went to college. Um, and then I started playing AU, uh, would have been fourth or fifth grade, actually traveling to Ames twice a week, um, really got into the AU stuff. Um, and then, uh, career grew and my brother actually attended South Dakota state. Um, and, and they were one of the first schools to, to start recruiting me. I think they were my second or third offer. Um, and then I was really familiar with the school. Um, had been up here a few times to visit my brother um, for hobo days, uh, different things, and just really saw how the community of Brookings embraced South Dakota State and especially their basketball team. Um, and, it, and, it, and it just felt kind of kind of right. Um, it, was, it was a good fit for me, uh, not too far from home. Um, obviously got up here, um, played my freshman year under Coach Nagy. Um, and, I mean, it was – it was a lot different uh, compared to high school. Um, the physicality, the speed of the game, those things. Um, it, 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 it takes you by surprise. You never really know until you get there. Um, but I was, I was able to, to step into a role my freshman year. Um, we made to the NIT, lost in the first or the championship of the Sun League tournament, um, won the first ever game in postseason history at South Coast State. We beat Colorado State in the NIT. Um, I think Sam still got my watch from that game. <laughs> no. Yeah, we actually talked about that. We recorded part of the podcast last night, and we talked about that watch. <laughs> uh, but um, that, that, I mean, that was that was a very special win. Um, us being the eight seed, they were the one seed. They're really disappointed they didn't make the NCAA tournament. Probably, probably got snubbed a little bit. Um, um, but then the next three years we made it to the NCAA tournament, obviously played against Maryland my sophomore year, uh, had a chance to win that one, um, played against Gonzaga, not my best game ever, um, but we, we lost that one. I, I, we were only down two and a half. They made it to the national championship that year. Um, they ended up beating us by 20. 
Um, then my senior year had a chance to beat Ohio State. We were tied with minute 15 left. Um, so it's it's kind of that next step for our program, uh, try, trying to get that W in the NCAA tournament. Um, and then obviously when I was done playing basketball, um, it was kind of whether or not I want to go to, go overseas or get into coaching. And um, obviously could have made a little bit of money overseas and I kind of weighed my option. Um, and TJ, Coach Otzberger, who was my coach my junior and senior year, offered me the grad assistant job. And and it's one of those things you you just never never know when that opportunity is going to come back around. So um, I decided that I'd take that opportunity. Um, I mean, it's obviously with a good program where I went to college um, and and with guys I knew um, and actually played with. So I felt like that was the better opportunity. Um, and then when Coach Otz left the year after my first year as a GA, uh, Coach Hendo, who's an assistant on staff, took over. Um, and he, he really wanted me to stay also at South Coast State. Um, so I decided to do that. And he, then he hired me on as video coordinator and that's where I've been the last two years. So that's kind of my, kind of my road to where I am right now. Awesome. So, so March is obviously a very exciting time for all basketball fans, fans, uh, soda texted me today. He said he's been pitching a tent all day just from flipping the <laughs> calendar to March. So, so you said you played in three NCAA tournaments. What's what's it like playing in an NCAA tournament um, as, a, as a smaller school like SDSU when you get to go play nationally televised games against schools like Gonzaga and Ohio State? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 unbelievable experience, to be honest with you. Um, the NCAA does it right. Um, they from the moment you step foot wherever you're playing, um, police escorts, those type of deals to and to and from the arena. Um hotels decked out uh in whatever hotel and you're staying at in south coast state gear um and then i mean if if you get the right draw and you're a 12 seed like we played ohio state in boise and we played maryland as a 12 seed in spokane yes spokane um obviously there's a bunch of people that are just basketball fans uh watching the game at those arenas um and if you're lucky to get the 12 seed and those other schools have to travel so far to, to make it to that arena. Um, it's, it's a home court advantage to be honest with you. Um, when we made our run against Ohio state, uh, in Boise, that, that arena was so loud. It was an, it was an awesome experience. Um, and I mean, if, if you were Ohio state, you didn't, you didn't love the feeling of the way that momentum was getting turned there. Um, but obviously when we tied it up with about a minute 30 left, they came down made a four point play and, it was kind of wraps from there, but I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome uh, being a lower seed and, and playing in a place um, where, where fans kind of travel a long ways and there's just basketball fans in the arena. Cause they're probably going to be cheering for you. Awesome. Well, I'll try not to get you in, in too much trouble here with this <laughs> next question, but uh, what's, what's it like, what's it like at the NCAA tournament outside of basketball? Um, to be honest with you, like I never, we never really got to experience a whole lot of it. Um, just because we, we'd fly in, it would be the day, it might be two days before you play. Um, and then you practice, um, and then depending on when you play the next day, uh, you're flying out, they fly out right after the game. Um, so I mean, you're pretty much in the hotel practicing and in the arena the entire time. Um, I've heard it's awesome. 
everyone that I talk to, my family, my friends, everyone, they always have a good time, which they should. I mean, it's it's a really cool experience. It's cool for uh, our community, our, our family and friends to go and experience that and, and have a good time. Because um, I know if I wasn't coaching or playing, I would be right there with them having a good time. So, um, no, it's I, I'm sure it's awesome. Um, and it probably depends where where you go, to be honest with you. I'm sure uh, you can probably have a better time in uh, San Diego than you can in uh, Salt Lake City. So, yeah, that's about all I know about it. Uh, like I said, it, it's it's pretty much fly in then fly out. So I, I never really got to experience that end of it. No, no gambling or anything in the hotel rooms, playing cards with the other teams or anything? Nope, nope. We actually... You, you, you always stay with maybe one other team um, in the hotel. Uh, I'm trying to think who we stayed with when we were the – I know we stayed with Arizona. We were in Arizona's hotel when we were the 12th seed in Boise. Um, and DeAndre Ayton's a huge human, let me tell you. That's a big <laughs> guy right there. Um, and then the 16th seed, we actually shared a hotel with UND. And it's weird how if you're the 16th seed, you don't get – treated quite as well as you do when you're the 12 seed <laughs> yeah <laughs> that wasn't quite up to par as it was when you were 12 seed but man i'm i'm disappointed in that answer i figured you sky and dom were probably sneaking out of the hotel room hitting up the hitting up the bars or sip clubs the night before the game or something <laughs> no we we figured we better keep it on the low during during that important part of the year so if you if you would have won won the first night and had a night off you would have probably done that though huh that, that I don't know about that because then you play <laughs> not the next day but the following day. But yeah. if we were on that one, it maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but so who is the who's the best player you played against while you were in college? Uh, best player. Oh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I mean, I, my senior year we played against the Kansas team. Um. With Graham, Azabuke, Svi Mikailu, um, Legerald Vick, who didn't end up, he was their best player when they were when we were playing against them, but ended up getting kicked off, I think. Um, That's uh, that was in Kansas, right? Yeah. 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 I got I got kicked out of that game with like two <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> well, I don't know why we were down thirty. I don't know there if there was a reason to get kicked out. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll get back to the questions. Just let me tell this story real quick. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you. You guys had all gotten taken out of the game and I was sitting in the Kansas student section. So I was trying to walk down and I was trying to like wave at you guys on the bench, but I tried to get all the way onto the court and then they kicked me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you had no beers in you. Um, yeah, we, I mean, probably a few, I know I snuck <laughs> a few in too. So uh, then, I, I, then I, I took my sweatshirt. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took my sweatshirt off after they kicked me out and tried to come back in and they caught me right away. Tough deal. It's hard to miss a good-looking guy like you. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, that same year we played Iowa, and we played actually played Luca Garza before he was Luca Garza. Um, played Jakob Pertl, um when I was a freshman. Um, let's see. I mean, that Gonzaga team was really good. I, I wouldn't say they had anyone that was just a good player, but that team defensively was unbelievable. Um, and Kronowski, I mean, for being seven, two and being that big, that dude can move his feet 
Jesus. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Maryland had some good players. Trimble, um, Diamond Stone, Rashid Suleiman. Um, and then obviously um, Ohio State. I mean, it was kind of the same thing. They were, they were really good as a team. And then uh, who was the Big Ten player of the year that year? Bates, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, no, no superstars, but seeing some good players. Hey, you a little differently. And so you played with, did you play with Kendall Marshall in AAU? No, no. Um, you're probably thinking of Marcus Page. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's who I was thinking so of. He was two years older than me, um, played for the same <laughs> AAU uh, program, but. I mean, we played against Tyus Jones, Andrew Wiggins, uh, God, who else? I mean, because I played up in the EYBL when I was 16, playing up in the 17U and played up a tournament, and the EYBL is the real deal. I got some good players in that in that league. So, um, yeah, maybe a little out of my league. Wiggins in high school, that would have been a, yeah. that been yeah. a treat to play against, huh? Yeah. They weren't going to South Dakota State, those kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys, you guys are the, the one seed going in the conference tournament. Um, and, and you guys didn't lose a conference game all year, right? Nope. We went 18-0, which is first time in summer league history that a team's gone undefeated. There's been a few 17-1s and a few one-loss teams, but that's first 18-0 ever. So that's something that this team can – kind of hold on to yeah that's what i thought and i know i know what adam really wants to ask here because <laughs> a few years ago we were watching the skyler and dom senior year we were watching yep. the game against western illinois um so i know he wants to make a comment about an eight seed being a one seed yep that was also the first time ever believe yeah, it i not. just i noticed you didn't mention uh ben pile in your best players you ever played against i know you weren't playing but <laughs> i wasn't playing i wasn't playing <laughs> Maybe you would have made it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was a tough game. I was uh, kind of a shell shock for everybody, to be honest with you. And we're going to do everything we can to not make sure, or make sure that doesn't happen again. So, But like I said, like I've told a lot of people, down in that tournament, it's, it's a hard tournament to win at, and uh, anything can happen. You just got to come out, uh, play, your bas- play your best basketball, and, and the rest will take care of itself. So. Yeah, I've, well, I've think, seen a lot of things at that tournament. I think we better make an incentive for you. I know you can only do so much as a video coordinator, but I feel like if you guys win the summer league tournament, we'll have to bring you back on the podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. <laughs> so you got, you got to win to get back on, though. That's All the right. Rule. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> we can talk a little bit about the bracket then. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Adam, I know you had some other questions. What do you got for Reed? That that was all I had. You took most of the questions. You're the one who wrote them oh, down. Sorry. You said you said you you texted me and said uh, keep quiet and just chip in when I tell you to. You told me. <laughs> that sound like me. <laughs> so uh, so Reed, last week um, I know you haven't really got a chance. I know you've been pretty busy with basketball season to listen to our podcast, but but basically what we like to do is talk about all things menly. Uh, so lots of sports, lots of beer drinking, and and last week we had a. Uh, had a poll on our Twitter page that um, what was the best domestic beer 
Um, and what, what curious what you would pick for your favorite domestic beer? I'd be a Coors Light guy. Coors Light, that's my guy. Yep, yep. I'm a Coors Light guy, and it's kind of weird because I'm from Iowa, and the everyone from Iowa loves Bush Light, but I think the South Dakotas rubbed off on me. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so South Dakota's not big on Bush Light. Oh, uh, they are. They, I think there's quite a few people that drink it, but I never drank it before. I mean, South Dakota's kind of, and that's my brother's deal too. Like he'd start drinking Coors Light when he moved up here. So I don't know. That's just kind of what uh, quenches the thirst the best, I guess. So you drank Bush Light before you went to college? Uh, no, no, not saying that. Not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not. I'm not a big beer guy either. So. I mean, I'll drink it, but I like I like a little Tito's too, every once in a while, and maybe a little Captain. But okay, Coors Light's my my deal. If I'm gonna drink a little, a little. Uh, if you want to stay beer. Midwest sober, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so Adam went to school in uh, in Fargo at Moorhead. Um, okay. So have you ever been to the bars in Fargo? I actually. Yes, I have. I actually went to a Moorhead bar. I'm trying to think of what it was. What's it called? Um, it's actually pretty big. Can't think of the name right now. Chumley's. That might be it. Nah. Yeah. You went to Chumley's? Yeah, I think because uh, my girlfriend's family all is from Fargo, so we've we've been out a couple times a couple times up there. So, um, yeah. If yeah, you went you to did. Chumley's, there's no way you didn't drink Bush Light because they got 75 cent Bush Lights on Tuesday. <laughs> well, I don't think it was a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, is your girlfriend's from Wapiton, right? Yep, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. What's Adam? I think you know. I think you knew her name or whatever when she was playing. She's still playing. Yep, Tyler Irwin. Yep, she's senior this year. So. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, she's got a brother, right? Blaze. Yep, Blaze. He- and he played for the rival Bison for a little bit, right? He did. He played for a year, and then he transferred uh, to Minot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did he? Did yeah. he? Did he finish out his career there? Did he play there for a while, or? Um, I, I, maybe a year or two, and then uh, then he went back to NDSU and um, went just went went to school. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good family. All world soda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that until right now. So, <laughs> yeah, boys right. used to embarrass everybody at basketball camp. We went yeah. to basketball <laughs> camp in Wapiton, and wasn't wasn't really fair when he showed up. Well, seems about, seems about right. He's an athletic guy. Yeah, the the family. Uh, we still have yet to get into a real family two on two, three on three game. But when we do, it'll be it'll be a good one. Wait till Tylee's yeah. done, so in case someone gets injured. Yeah, if you need broadcasters for it, me and Soto will come. <laughs> Sounds there we go. Broadcast it. <laughs> Actually, I figured I figured Adam and I might get into the two-on-two contest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we figure out a tournament. I hear there's a big outdoor tournament or something up uh, in that area, big Cormrod area. Is there? There's a there's a really big three-on-three tournament in Pelican Rapids. That's what it is. Shadow. Yep. Yeah. We we actually won it this year. Did you? Oh, uh, we played in the we played in the old broken man's division. But... Okay. Oh, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the college it. division gets kind of crazy. There was a Loyola team this year that okay. was there. Uh, I know Dexter Warner has a team there every uh-huh. year. 
that, yeah, that guy's that guy's yep. trash. <laughs> hey, leave Dex alone. He's a lot bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of good teams there, though. It's a really big yeah, tournament for Lakes area. Yeah. Uh, Tyler's brothers were kind of asking, well, you want to play in that? I'm like, um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like we'll get our butts kicked. Um, hey, me and Soda will enter the college division and we'll we'll meet up in the championship game. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll um we'll get another guy, and then you, Sky, and Dom can get a team together. They can come back from overseas. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Well, Adam, you got any more questions? Oh well, I know we wanted to ask him, being from from Sac City, <clears throat> Iowa. Which, by the way, I just want to say that is the the coolest town name I've ever heard in my life. I think. <laughs> yeah, like who else, who doesn't want to be from Sac City? <laughs> but <laughs> all right. Is the is the is the myth true? Are there bushels of beer there? Like, do they have fifty six packs of Bush Light there? I don't think so. Not that I've seen. <sighs> oh, we do got the world's largest popcorn ball, though. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so that's world's that's the largest popcorn. popcorn ball. Yep. But <laughs> I I have I know what you're talking about, and I've seen them on Twitter, but I have not, and I don't make it back to Sac City a whole lot just because of my schedule, but I have yet to see the bushels of beer. There's a chance they're out there, though. Oh, okay. If you see one, we want one. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll make it sure up. buy it and send it your way. <laughs> I, thought of, I thought of something fun we could do, Soda, since it's March Madness, all right? All right. Um, let's do a let's do – let's bring back the Menly Stuff draft. So – I know you haven't listened to the show yet, Reed, but Menly Stuff Draft. So we're going to take turns drafting. We're going to build a team of five, all right? Okay. And for this for this draft, we are going to – we're going to draft basketball players. You have to have a player at every position. Okay. And, yeah, so we'll draft a team of five, and you get a sixth man. So we're actually going to do six. Okay. And and it can be all time, whoever you want on your team. We'll put these up on the Twitter, and we'll let we'll let Twitter decide who has the best team. Sound good? That sounds good. And since you're since you're a guest of the show, we are gonna let you draft first, and then since I'm the better host, I'll draft second, and then Soda <laughs> will draft third. And it's to snake draft, so Soda will draft third and fourth. Okay, I'm in. You get to start. You can draft. You can start with any position. Well, you know who I'm gonna first draft player. first? The goat, Michael Jordan. All right. You didn't say LeBron. <laughs> he thinks Michael's the GOAT. At shooting guard, Michael Jordan. All right. Oh, now it's oh, it's my turn to draft. I will take Jason Tate. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with – I will I will take the the honorary GOAT, LeBron James, at small forward. Probably a smart choice. Jeez. Probably a smart choice. So I suppose I shouldn't draft all Duke guys, probably, huh? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> all right. Even though I know this is too high to pick him, I'm going to pick my favorite old school player, the glove, Gary Payton. Okay. Nice pick, so <laughs> okay. He always picks the shittiest team. <laughs> well, well, you got – I mean, you got two in a row. Why not pick him, right? And then we'll go with uh, we'll go with Shaq at center. That was going to be my next pick. I like it. Oh, it's back to me. All right. 
I am going to. I am going to take the man made of silk, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at center. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the chef himself, Steph Curry. Good guy's building a dangerous team right now. <laughs> um, let's see. God, I, I want to say him because he's my he was my favorite player growing up. Actually, I'll just take I'll take KD at power forward. Okay, so he's got the three best scorers. Yeah, <laughs> in history, that's yeah, fine. Okay. <laughs> so I have who do I have on my team right now? I got Kareem and I got LeBron at small forward. I am going to draft my power forward right now and I'm gonna take the Greek freak Giannis onto the Kumpo. Okay. Giannis. Like it. All right, and I'm gonna get the boys back together. I'm gonna go with Kobe. R.I.P. Ah, get him back together with Shaq. That's a good one. I think he actually played with the glove, too, at one point. Probably all three of them were on the same team. Yep. Oh, I suppose it's back to me, huh? Yep. Yep. Two in a row. I wasn't ready for this. Oh, all I got popping in my head right now is Duke guys. That's not a good thing. <laughs> you always have guys popping into your head. <laughs> <laughs> in March Madness, that's correct. <laughs> all right. Let's... um. Oh, let's go with – I'm blanking here. I'm going to go with um, Tim Duncan at power forward. Nice pick. Give me give me Magic Johnson at point guard. No. Um, I'm going to continue the scoring deal, and I'm going to go with Wilt Still, Chamberlain, at center. Guy's going to put up – 700 points. <laughs> Can't guard uh, that. Small forward. Small forward. Well, I got two guys in mind. Or wait. Do I need shooting guard or small forward? I think I need shooting guard. Small forward. Well, you're forward. putting MJ, MJ at shooting guard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Either – did someone take Julius Serving? Nope. Nope. Or either want. him or Scotty Pippen. Um, just so MJ and Scotty can play together, but I'm just going to go Dr. J. All right. You've got the starting five. I don't think he gets a six man. He's already going to beat us. <laughs> I don't need six. Oh, I got a good, I got, I'm putting a good team together here. I don't know about you, but have I, have I drafted three players? Four. Four. All right. I got, I got, I have short-term memory loss. I got Kareem, Giannis. LeBron, Giannis, Magic. LeBron, and and Magic. So I need a need shooting a sh- guard. Shooting guard and a six man. Shooting guard. My shooting guard. I will take Jesus Shuttlesworth, Ray Allen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you kind of get screwed. You're alone. That doesn't get back to back picks. I know. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna small forward. I'm gonna go with Scottie Pippen. I just got a I got a stout defensive lineup, so I got to match up with Reed's offensive. 
game yep. plan. And then six man. I'm gonna go with my guy CP3. Okay, That's my guy. For my six man, I am taking the answer. Allen Iverson. Ah, that is a good one. I, he, good game, I, fellas. He ran through my head. Um, six man. I was gonna take Larry Bird, but I figure I need some defense off the bench since I, So I'm gonna go Kawhi Leonard. Nice, Kawhi Leonard. Nice. There, there it is. We have the squads. We're gonna put that on Twitter. Sam, Sam's gonna make the graphic because he's the one who does that. And... Yep. <laughs> That is not happening. You know the old folks are just going to riot at these lineups. Oh, they're going to be so mad. It's okay. Jeez. Yeah, they'll get over it. We don't have that many old folks on Twitter following us, so (laughs) we're listening. (laughs) All right. Well, Reed, the only other question I had written down, I was going to ask you who the GOAT is, but you kind of already answered that. So, And if you would have said LeBron, I was going to end the – the podcast right then and there so without saying bye <laughs> appreciate you not doing that but um just want to wish you the best of luck this weekend adam and i will we'll be tuning in uh we might make a few tiktoks drinking beer watching the game or something um and yeah if you guys win the conference tournament we'll have to get get you back on and talk about brackets and matchups let's do it i'm excited hopefully we can yeah, you have, to, you have to join us live from the hotel though <laughs> uh we're gonna go next day <laughs> right after right after you win the championship Tuesday night, FaceTime nope. us from the court. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, thanks oh, yeah. a lot, Reed. All right, fellas. That was a that was a fun interview with Reed. Um obviously we recorded that before the Summit League tournament started, but this this podcast, when you're listening to it, is hopefully after SDSU has already won the championship, right, Soto? Absolutely. You know what? We we got a little busy talking to investors. Um, they wanted to get a piece of this podcast, got a little tied up in the business side of things. So it's uh, the, the semifinals tonight of the Summer League Tournament. We're just getting to the recording, but hopefully we... Uh, Hopefully we're celebrating a championship with Reed after tomorrow night. Yeah, good luck to Reed and the Jackrabbits. It'd be exciting to have them back on if they're they're able to pull it off and get back to the big dance. Absolutely. Although we're probably going to be delayed by another week because somebody is going down to South Padre for a week. That's right. I'm going to be in South Padre, but I'm I'm going to come back with plenty plenty of good content for the podcast. You know that. Yeah, you're going to be an absolute menace down there. I'm actually waiting for a phone call. You needing to get bailed out of jail. Yep. I'm going to spend all my money. I'm not going to have any to get out of jail. I'm going to need Sam to come get me. We'll go. I'll go live from the jail cell. We got those new investors. They'll probably bail you out just so you can make it back for the show. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not too wanna, worried about want, it. Do you want to tell the listeners who our new investors are? Or are we keeping a secret for a while? I think we'll keep it a secret for now. I don't want right. to don't want to let anything out quite yet. <laughs> All right. I like it. We'll keep that we'll keep that one tight for a couple months maybe. All right. Well, we want to we want to finish things up with the poll here. Absolutely. What do we got in mind this week? All right. So we got obviously one of the biggest sporting events coming up in March Madness. We just recently talked about the Super Bowl. So I think it'd be fun to let let the listeners decide what the best sporting event is. All right, all right. So we got two of them, clearly. 
Yep, we got March Madness and the Super Bowl. Which one? I'll let you pick one and I'll pick one. What do you want to put in there? Well, it's golf season starting to ramp up and I love myself the Masters. I know uh, it doesn't get much much better than Masters Sunday, so we're going to throw that one in there. It's a, it's a good one. I love the Masters. So we could put in the NBA Finals. We could put in the college football Ooh. playoffs. We could do the World Series. There's a lot of lot of options there. Uh, I think I think we're gonna put in the World Series though. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like baseball will be more popular to our audience than the NBA Finals. You know, you and I appreciate some NBA, especially if the Celtics are playing. But not sure our listeners do yeah, as much. Got to put the. The fall classic in there. That's what that's what they call the World Series, right? The fall classic. Honestly, I've never heard it called that, but yeah. well, I'll baseball go with is it. having some issues right now, so we'll see if we even have a World Series. But yeah, geez, no, we shouldn't even put them in the poll. They might not even play this year. Well, we're gonna hope they do. I've heard a lot, a lot of talk that we might not have it before May, but baseball does have to n- figure something out. They gotta nut up. Yeah, that's all, plain and simple. So. I'd like your your thoughts on baseball. Is there a solution to get more viewers for MLB baseball? Well, I don't know if you feel like this. So I like the sport of baseball, but I I have zero incentive to sit down and watch a game, like in my house. I, I love going to a game. Like if I can go to the Twins ballpark, I'm going. But I'm not going to sit down and watch them, especially in June and July. Yeah, I think that's a big problem is just how many games there are. You know, it's hard to sit down for all of them. On top of that, each game is four hours. I don't know if there yeah. is much they can do to cut down on that, but to sit down for four hours, and, and then you get some pitchers that are just so slow-paced, and I think it just gets long, especially in today's world where we don't like to sit around for four hours and <laughs> wait for an outcome. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you can fix that necessarily, um, I, you know, because there is a certain art to the game of baseball, especially with pitching. Um, I love a good pitcher's duel. But to me, you got to shorten the season and the the playoffs and World Series should be done by the end of August. There's no reason they should run into football season. Yeah, I think that does definitely hurt them a little bit running into football season. And, and they should just make roids legal, right? Well, yeah, that too. Sosa, McGuire, Bonds, save baseball. <laughs> exactly. My guy, Sammy Sosa. He's actually where I got my nickname from, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, Sammy Sosa, Sammy Soda, both on roids. Yeah, we kind of look alike, too. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, we'll have that poll up on the Twitter. Of course, follow on TikTok. I had a, we had a pretty good one uh, March 1st, flipping the calendar to March, so be sure to check that out. Sam, you got anything else before we take off? You know... Just uh, hope you enjoy your South Padre trip. Um, really hope that I don't got Bailey out of jail. But if, if you need me, I'm, I'm available. And let's enjoy some March Madness. Sounds good. Good luck to reading the Jackrabbits and stay manly, everybody.